Welcome back to another episode of CRP Classroom. Let's talk about hearsay evidence today. Now, every one of you will know hearsay evidence is inadmissible. And if you want to admit hearsay evidence, then you need to look at any applicable hearsay exceptions. Two of them in particular are Section 32 Sub 1 Sub B and Section 73A. Now, they are quite similar yet different. So what is the difference between these two? Whenever you see any exam questions involving hearsay on civil matters, you never run away from discussing Section 32 Sub 1 Sub B and Section 73A. Now, the first difference is this. Section 32 Sub 1 Sub B is only applicable when the maker is dead, cannot be found, incapable of giving evidence, or there's a reason to believe that you can't delay it anymore. Section 73A, on the other hand, is applicable even if the maker is alive or if he or she is not available when he is dead, unfit or beyond seas. Beyond seas means he's away, far away, maybe in the US or UK. The second difference is this. Section 32 sub 1 sub B is applicable in either civil or criminal matters, whereas Section 73A is only applicable in civil matters. But for exam purposes, when there is a question whenever involving hearsay on civil matters, these are the two sections normally you have to discuss. The third difference is this. Section 32 sub 1 sub B applies to any statement orally made or statement as in written in document form. Section 73A only applies to documentation. Fourth difference. Section 32 sub 1 sub B applies only to first-hand hearsay as per the case of a light bank and Yao Jiuhua. Whereas Section 73A, you may even admit second-hand hearsay as long as the statement form part of continuous record. Fifth difference. In Section 32 sub 1 sub B, maker must be unavailable. He or she must be dead, incapable or cannot be found. Maker must have knowledge of the matters in the statement. Whereas in Section 73A, maker can either be dead, beyond cease, maker can also be available but you do not need to ask them to come to the court. And maker do not even have to have the knowledge of the matters in the statement. Now the last difference is this. If you look at Section 32 sub 1 sub B, the usage is quite limited. First, the maker must be unavailable. Second, the maker must have knowledge of it as per the case of Alight Bank and Yao Jiuhua, and it only applies to first-hand hearsay. So if you cannot apply certain issues in Section 32 sub 1 sub B, then look at whether Section 73A is applicable on the facts of the question. For Section 73A to be applicable, first, it must be only be civil matters and you have the original document to tender. It only applies the documentation. And there are four options on how you can apply Section 73A. The first option, the maker is available. It is on civil matters. You have the original document. You ask the maker to come to the court to tender evidence. Second option, the maker is available. It's a civil matters, you have original document, 
you ask the maker to come and give evidence, but this time, the maker has no personal knowledge of that document that he or she made. However, it is supplied by someone else's head and it forms part of a continuous record of that business. Third option, you do not need to ask the maker to come. Probably he or she is dead, cannot be found, you know, beyond seas, these sort of things, as if you look at your section 73A, but it must either satisfy option one or option two that I've just mentioned. And the last option, option four, is this. The court has discretion to use section 73A sub 2, whereby the maker is available, but you do not even need to ask the maker to come because the court may think it is a waste of time. We need it to solve this matter in issue urgently. We cannot wait anymore. And there is even no need to tender any original document. You may use a photocopy. You do not need to ask the maker to come. So it's like a you know, something extra, a discretion for the court to use on certain occasions. But for court to use this thing, you must satisfy and convince the court why do you need to do so. And you must give reasons, reasonable reasons. It cannot be just, I do not want to make it come and I'll just apply and ask the court to use Section 73A sub 2. It doesn't work like that. So hopefully, a short podcast like this will let you understand what is the difference between these two. And in, for exam purposes in your evidence paper in CLP, whenever that I've mentioned um, a question regarding civil matters on hearsay, these are the two issues. You do not need to discuss in detail, but look at how many marks is it, how, many, how much time you're allocated, and go straight zoom in into the applicable legal principles. It is not enough for you just to state the legal principles. You must apply whatever the principles back to the question and give a conclusion. Can you use it or can you not use it? And I'll see you in the next episode.